The Bleed Smart Sportscast is brought to you by SunMaxBatteries.com, the go-to website for all your battery needs. SunMax Batteries carries a full line of super heavy-duty ultra-outline lithium and button cell batteries. SunMax Batteries compares in quality to well-known national brands, and the best part, SunMax Batteries are priced much lower than their competitors. Flashlights, remote controls, gaming controls, headphones, digital cameras, hearing aids, smoke alarms, whatever device you need a battery for, SunMax has the best batteries at the best price for your device. You can order a 24-pack of AA or AAA heavy-duty batteries for only $5.99 or a 24-pack of ultra-alkaline, ideal for all kinds of gaming and high-tech devices at just $12.99. Order today and use coupon code BOSTON at checkout. That's coupon code BOSTON, all uppercase at checkout, and save 20% off your entire order. 20% off those already low prices. Once again, that's coupon code BOSTON, all uppercase at checkout, and save big today. Sunmaxbatteries.com, C-E-L-L-M-A-X-Batteries.com, the official sponsor of the Wicked Smart Sports Guys. All right, everybody, welcome to this post-game live. I'm KJ Doyle. Everybody file in, everybody file in. Going live after the Celtics game, filling in for Ev. Ev out again, taking a night off. So just consider me Danny Ainge for the night, filling in on the broadcast. You know how it is. KJ filling in on the post-game streams. Good to see you all again. Put your comments in the chat. We'll be talking all night about that win over the Phoenix Suns. And let's just start off by saying, what a win. I mean, I know, look, I'll, I'll start it off. I'll give the Suns one caveat. I'll give one caveat to the game. To be fair, the Suns were coming off a back-to-back. It was the second night of the back-to-back. They traveled to Boston. Okay, now let's not be fair to the Suns, okay? That was, their, that was the only thing. That was the only thing working against the Suns, okay? That's one thing you can name. Now let's name a thing. Now let's name all the things working in the Suns' favor. They had Chris Paul. They have Devin Booker. They had DeAndre Ayton. They were at full strength. The Celtics were missing Robert Williams, Evan Fournier, Jalen Brown. They're all-star. Second leading scorer, Jalen Brown. And somehow the Celtics still pulled this one out. There was one thing working against the Suns. Everything else was working against the Celtics in this one. And somehow they were able to come in, play the number two seed, the number two seed, Phoenix Suns, after a letdown the other night while they're shorthanded, and take them down and really, like, Put a good, like, could have put beating on him, uh, despite the fact that it was an off night from Jason Tatum. And we have to praise one man and one man only, and that is Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker, I see you guys. I see you guys already saying in the chat, MT23. Kemba, thank God for the cardiac kid. You guys saying that in the chat already. Um, I see RIP Terrence Clark. I think I, I, think I, I heard about this, that he was in a car accident. Um, this is a, a Kentucky player. So, yeah, definitely condolences to, to Terrence Clark and his family. Awful situation that I think is still evolving. I don't know. Did he actually pass away? I heard he was involved in a car accident. I didn't know uh, if it was fatal or not. That's You're going to have to clue me in on that. But uh, all I heard was the car accident. If he if he passed away, that's, that is uh, that is devastating. But um, for now, we're going to try to focus on the Celtics and the Celtics win tonight uh, for, for now. And then we'll maybe get into that later as, as more information comes in. Um, but, uh, we'll start with, uh, Eric real quick in the chat. What do you think is going on with Tatum lately? I mean, is it fair to say he's coming back down to earth? You know, is it fair to, I, I, mean, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that more in a second. I need, I, first, Eric, I'm sorry. I, I know I just take you to your question. We need to talk about Kemba Walker a little bit more because Kemba Walker came into this game and he was going against Chris Paul, who by the way, is red hot right now. Kem, I mean, Chris Paul is playing like 
incredible at his age, playing like arguably the best point guard in the NBA, or one of the best point guards in the NBA. I mean, not, not better than Steph Curry. But he is, he's been incredible. He's been absolutely amazing this season. I think there was some stat like last week, he had like at one point he had 40 assists and one turnover the last, over the last like four games. It was crazy. And even coming into this one, he had 67 assists and like three turnovers over the last seven. Ridiculous, ridiculous stuff from Chris Paul. I mean, you know, we're used to it at this point. He's obviously like an all-time great player. But to do what he is doing right now at his age is unfathomable. So many people, so many people have been calling about the downfall of Chris Paul for so long that he's going to fall off, he's going to fall off, and he never seems to. He seems to just keep playing at an elite level, and it's ridiculous. So Kemba Walker comes into this game playing that Chris Paul, you know, still one of the best in the league. And he goes toe-to-toe and, you know, arguably outplays him. He outscored him. I mean, he, he, he led the Celtics to the win. You got to give your hats off to Kemba for this performance. I mean, Chris Paul had a great game, too. You see on the screen there, 22-8-8, eight eight, all-around great performance from Chris Paul. But Kemba Walker, 32 on 11-17 shooting. He just he couldn't miss. It was it tied for his highest-scoring game of the season. And I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to do the Kemba's back thing because I think Kemba's been pretty good all season. I don't think he's ever, you know, he – He's never fallen to the lows that Gordon Hayward fell to when Hayward was dealing with his, you know, comeback from his injury. Kemba Walker never quite went that low. So I'm not going to do the Kemba's back thing. I think that, you know, he, he's, he's been steadily pretty solid all season. Not all-star, but just, you know, a tier below that. And tonight, he had an unbelievable performance when they really needed it. And I talked about in the pregame, I said... They're going to need a good, really good performance from Kemba. Really good. It's going to be like Golden State. It's going to be like when they played Golden State last week. Steph Curry was amazing. They needed a good performance from Kemba because Jalen was out. And what happened? They got a really, really good Kemba performance that led them to the win. And they didn't even need Tatum to drop 44, right? <laughs> Against the Warriors, yeah, they needed they needed 44 from Tatum to help them get the win. This time, you know, it was all Kemba. It was all the Kemba was was the number one reason they won this game. He was absolutely amazing in every single way. And you got to give your hats off to Kemba. And, hey, if he can play like this come playoff time, I don't know who's going to beat the Celtics. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, especially with the way they've been this season, especially because the Nets are out there. The, um, the you know, the, the Bucks are out there. All this, the Sixers. But with Kemba playing, if Kemba plays like this, and Tatum gets in his rhythm, and Brown gets in his rhythm, and Fournier comes back, and Robert Williams keeps growing. Like, they are really good. And Jabari Parker's in the mix now, and Marcus Smart. And it's just, man, I'll tell you what. They are, uh, they're, they're kind of loaded right now. I can't believe I'm saying that after all we went through this season. But the Celtics are kind of loaded right now. They, they have, to me, they've solidified their rotation very, very nicely with their acquisitions that paid by line of Fournier and, and Jabari Parker. And to have nine deep, like I didn't think they could really go legitimately nine deep this year. But to, to be able to go nine deep on your bench with Pritchard, Fournier, Parker, Thompson, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So on, on a night, I mean, if you told me, like Tatum at one point in the fourth quarter had eight points. Late in the fourth, he had eight points. He was shooting 215. If you told me, Tatum's going to shoot 3-17 tonight. No shot. No shot. If you had said Tatum was shooting 3-17 against the second seed subs, the number two seed subs, almost have the best record in the NBA. 
very, very close to, to passing the Jazz for the best record in the NBA. If you told me that the Suns were going to come in here fully loaded and Tatum was going to shoot 3 of 17, I couldn't have imagined we ever would have won. But somehow, that's always pulled it out. And that is all thanks to Kemba Walker, an incredible performance. We'll get into the box score. I know Ev usually does the box score stuff. We'll, we'll take a quick peek at it. I'm not sure if it'll work with the, with the setup we got going right now. But we'll try to we'll try to pull it up here. Let's uh, let's share the screen a little bit just so we can uh, we can take a quick look. See, I know we're, we're we we got a lot on the side, so we don't need to we don't need to do it too much. But we can take a quick look at uh, what we got for for uh, each team real quick. Here we go, pulling this up. Um, you see, Aiton Aiton was held at ten and nine. Great performance from Tristan Thompson to to hold him. Michael Bridges forty five minutes. That is that is a lot. But he played well when when he got his opportunity. He got a, he. Snuck in for a couple quick buckets by the Celtics defense. Kept the Suns in it, but couldn't ultimately uh, pull in close enough. Chris Paul, great game, as always. Not defensively, though, because Kemba toasted him. Uh, Devin Booker really struggled. And, and you'll see here on the side when I pull back up, we'll talk about Devin Booker's stats more in a second. Uh, for the Celtics, again, Tatum struggling. Um, ended up getting a 15 points. Thompson, 9-12. and 12, That's all you can ask for. Really, really good game from him. But nobody else really stands out. You know, Neesmith came in for a couple quick threes. Jabari was pretty good, a pretty good all-around game from Jabari. Six points, four rebounds, four assists. Uh, Ten off the bench from Peyton Pritchard, pretty good. But there's clearly one man that stands out here, and that's uh, that's Kemba Walker. But uh, we'll get back into uh, real quick. I know I know Ev does the players. Ev been doing the player of the game stuff. I mean, Ev, Ev, if you're listening out there, um, I don't know. You, I know you do the like the six-time winner, seven-time winner. You better put. And another one up on the board for Kemba Walker. Because I'm saying it right now. Kemba Walker was the player of the game. Okay. And he deserves that title. Even if you weren't doing the streams, I don't care. I did I didn't make the fancy graphic. I, you know, I don't I don't have the fancy graphic to pull up. Kemba Walker, player of the game. Okay. I don't know how many times he's won it before, but he gets this one. I know you only started it recently, so I don't know if he you might have won it once before. I don't I don't even know if that. Maybe this could be his first win. But Kemba Walker definitely gets player of the game for this one. And Devin Booker. I mean, he came into the night. I know uh, Jack Simone, at NBA, you know, shout out to him on the pregame shows, learned me this stat. I think he's the all-time. He was the all-time leading scorer by points per game against the Celtics. Any player in NBA history, he had the highest points per game total. That can't be true after tonight. Devin Booker, fifteen points, five turnovers. Where you were, you Devin Booker? If Devin Booker shows up tonight, this is this is at least a closer game. The Suns might take it, but Devin Booker, I'm sorry, Devin Booker didn't show up tonight, uh, and and neither did Tatum. So hey. Both those guys show up, so they'll probably still pull it out. Thanks to that form from Kemba. But we'll get into the chat now. I know, uh, I know, you, I see you guys in the chat. We we gotta we gotta get all over here. Uh, Roy Tax and join Celtics Forever. Uh, shout out to Celtics Forever. I know that's a that's a Facebook group. Um, Rosin saying, I 100% thought the Celtics were going to lose this game. Coming into it, I would have agreed with you. I absolutely would have agreed with you. I mean, it seemed like everything was stacked against them, besides the fact that the Suns were coming in uh, on a back to back. Like, without Jalen Brown, I don't know how they pulled it out. Especially, again, like, with the talent of the Suns and where they are record-wise compared to the Celtics. But they were able to do it, and it's it's all thanks to Kemba. Um, Hoanik saying, would you rather the Celtics win the title or your mom live another year? I'm not answering that question. I mean, my mom, what? Wait, what? I want my mom to live whatever the one my mom living is. I mean, what What kind of? Hoanik, come on, man, with those questions. Come on, chill, chill out a little bit. Um, what do you think is going on with Tatum lately? Uh, yes, right. We're going to answer this question before Eric. So, you know, is it a little bit of coming back down to earth? You know, he, he's been on such a tear 
that, you know, he's he's earned a little bit of credence to have a bad game here or there. Back-to-back bad ones. I don't know what it is. Maybe he's just burned out a little bit. Maybe he needs a little bit of a rest. He did just get two days off. So I don't know. I'm not sure what it is entirely. You hope. It's just two off games, you know? Uh, until, until a third game happens where he's struggling again, I'm going to be willing to say it's just two off games. And, you know, we don't need to read into it more than that. He's been able to do other things in those games to help the team. Obviously, last time out, he had a triple-double. This time out, uh, you know, he, he puts up 11 rebounds. Like he also had six assists. So he was able to do a little bit more still to help the team out. Obviously, the great defense, the Celtics defense tonight, which we haven't talked about yet, spectacular, amazing against the Suns, honestly. I mean, they forced Chris Paul to more turnovers than he's had in, like, two weeks total. Not just, oh, yeah, two two weeks ago he had four turnovers. No. This – Chris Paul, over the last two weeks combined, combined in all his games, had three turnovers. Tonight, I mean, he, he, he you know, they, they forced him into three in the, just the first half. Okay, forget what they did the rest of the game. So, I mean, I think, let's see, in total, Chris Paul tonight, uh, let's pull it up if my phone doesn't die, hopefully, four turnovers tonight for Chris Paul. So, um, amazing. Um, it's Gear saying that he did pass away. That's, that's terrible. Boston kid, uh, Lance, I see you saying Boston kid, played in high school ball in New Hampshire. Um, yeah, that's, that's terrible. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't watch him play much, but it's crazy that stuff like that happens. Um, you know, it's just, you don't, it's stuff like that. Just, it happens every day. You don't see it a lot. It feels like to, to NBA players or, or, you know, NBA, um, players who, who, you know, could be going headed to the NBA very soon. And, um, you know, when you see someone who's worked that hard, um, to get the chance even to, to be, to be so close to potentially being in the NBA and to have it all kind of uh, fall apart. It's, it's, it's tragic. And I'm sure um, in the coming weeks, we'll, we'll talk more about it and there'll be um, a lot of nice tributes to him. Um, I wish I could give one. I don't, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not as familiar with him as everybody else is. So I just, all I know is it's, you know, it's never easy to to see players with um, or anybody deal with with these kind of situations. So um, you know, I just you just got to wish the best to his family and and everybody around him and his teammates and his former coaches and you know everybody that knew him. Uh, just because it's tragic, and of course, you know, I don't have to mention how how terrible the past year plus has been for everybody. And this is just another tragedy to. To add to a long list, you know, and as, as, as horrible as that feels to say, um, because it feels like, you know, I don't want to, it, it feels like it's just, it's, it's too much. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. Um, all right, guys, we're going to try to get back to talking about the game. Um, because quite honestly, um, not only is it sad, but it's also, I, I just, I can't, I can't speak on him as much as I would want to. I can't give him the, the kind of um, correct, you know, spotlight he would deserve for that situation. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not familiar enough with them to do that. So um, I'll just say, you know, we're going to talk about the Celtics here. We're going to try to keep talking about the Celtics uh, and their win tonight and, you know, be as upbeat as we can. And um, I'll just direct you, if you want to hear more stuff about, about Terrence Clark, I'm sure it it won't be too tough to find. Um, I'm sure it's, it's everywhere now. So, and it'll be, it'll be everywhere. So, um, let's just let's keep it 
just try to keep keep ourselves in good spirits, as, as good a spirits as we can be, and uh, and talk a little bit about this this Celtics win. Um, all right, so uh, we we're talking about Tatum. Um, it's gear. We'll, we'll, actually, I'll pick up with uh, MT23. Um, they were down. Jay Crowder was a solid wing, but that said, Tatum wasn't doing well tonight at all, and the seas still caused the Suns uh, to set. <laughs> I see. I see the sun to set. The Suns to set. Very, very nice pun. But I will say that you know, yeah, they were down. Jay Crowder, and I think they were down. Dario Sarge too. Doesn't compare to Jason Tatum, and I'll even say if they had Jay Crowder tonight, like. With the way Bridges was playing, Bridges was playing pretty good. Like I, you know, I don't think the minutes Crowder would have given them would have been much better. Um, you know, would have made much of a difference. Certainly, I don't think Crowder makes a thirteen point difference, which is what the game ended up being. So, you know, yes, they were down Crowder, but I don't. I'm not going to give the Suns that excuse. You know, I think they're uh, he's what they're maybe their fifth best player, maybe like even at best. I, you know, so I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it to, to the Suns. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let him get away with that. Uh Kemba needed that for confidence as it's gear. Uh yeah. I mean, look, Kemba's confidence now has has gotta be feeling good. And and I think that there's been part of Kemba that's kind of in the last few weeks here been like, oh, you know, let me take a step back. Let me let other guys kind of thrive and I'll, you know, I'll just uh, you know, be a facilitator and I won't force things as much. And they were playing better because of it. But on a night like tonight, when you need him to be that killer scorer. And he is, that's, I mean, the fact that he can still do that is huge for the team, huge going forward. And if he can, if, if it's here, if you're right, and he can be confident and he keeps that confidence going, then, I mean, who knows what's, who knows what the, what the playoffs could hold. You know, he could be a real, real difference maker. Um, Steven said Tatum looked like that ankle was bothering him. It's possible. I mean, Tatum did pop up on the injury report, you know, a few times over the last, you know, Last week here, I think it said a little bit he was dealing with an illness. There was some other ailments he was dealing with, his left shoulder thing as well, uh, something along those lines. So, you know, he he's had he's had a lot of different minor things pop up, but it doesn't seem like anything's been been uh, affecting him too much. But um, yeah, I mean that that could be it too. I mean it could be could be any of those things. Um, it's gear saying hopefully he doesn't cool down uh, on his rest day. Uh, Kevin Walker, yeah, I almost wonder. Like I know he gets the rest days, he rests on back to backs, but like. After a game like that, I mean, you know, you're going against a pretty good team tomorrow night. After a game like that, do you want to almost say, "Hey, let's let's keep it going," you know, let's let's ride the hot hand. I mean, hey, if Brad Stevens is going to start uh, Carson Edwards, he started Carson Edwards after he had a hot game, a uh, great game. It, I mean, maybe just maybe just start Kemba, okay? And I know they're not going to do this, but maybe just start Kemba, let him play seven minutes, and then sit him down the rest of the night. Because just just maybe he'll stay hot. And if he gets you, you know, 15 quick points or something, or, or 10 quick points, hey, why not? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think they'll do it, but maybe they should. Um, and by the way, guys, I, I am, I, I, you, I don't know if you could tell, I'm kind of losing my voice at this point. This is my third live stream of the day. Already done two. If you didn't check out the uh, mock draft special, if you're an NFL fan, we did a mock draft special, so be sure to check that one out and uh, the pregame show, and now I'm on the postgame show. So uh, my voice is feeling it. My voice is uh, definitely going. So we might not, we might, we might, you know, go a little, a little shorter on this one than Ev usually does, just because I have been, uh, I've been, I've been going, you know, uh, a lot, a lot to the, tonight. So um, real quick, guys, I'm just, I'll be, I'll be back in two seconds. 
I'm just going to get my charger so that my phone doesn't die in the middle of the live stream so I can still tweet stuff out. But I'll be right back. Just hold tight. All right, we are back. I'm just going to plug this thing in. Hopefully, I don't know if how many of you guys remember, uh, trade deadline special, if you were here for the trade deadline special, I uh, I knocked, like, everything over. I knocked everything off, but it looks like we're good here. Um, nothing going to fall. All right, uh, let's continue with the chat. Uh, Kemba showing you what some real rest does for that knee. And who knows? I mean, yeah, those two days off had to have helped. It's, you know... First time Zelda's had two days off in a while with this condensed schedule. So, hey, Kemba really, you know, showing off, you know, maybe that he's feeling healthy now. I mean, that's, you know, two of the last three games, Kemba's looked really, really good now. So, I mean, that's that's a great sign. He's been scoring like Kemba, you know, back in the Charlotte days. So, hey, if he can still do that, we'll all take it. I know we all will. Um, did you see CP3 go take a picture with Deuce? <laughs> I didn't actually see that at Skier. Um, I missed that one, but that's that's funny. Who knows? Hey, maybe maybe Chris Paul is going to come to the Celtics. You know, I know people have uh, have talked about that. Um, uh, what's up, saying about the all Boston Wizards? What's up, man? Rosin saying it's Ev okay. Ev's good, guys. Ev's, I, I don't know if he he wants me to tell you where he is. Uh, if you want to know, just shoot him a DM. Um, but he's listen, he's on a little bit. He's just taking the night off. He's having some fun. You know, he's uh, you know I think he's at some a family event of some kind or something like that. There's a it's a special occasion um, going on. So uh, if you if you want to know, you should have a DM. But, um, yeah, he's, he's absolutely fine, guys. Don't worry about it. Uh, it's not, not, nothing bad. Um, MT23 saying, Jabari playing like he's got something to prove. He's loving the bench role, not having uh, to, that, uh, to be that dude anymore and can play off all the talent on the roster. Just wait till the full team's healthy. And I think that's a, a great point. And MT, I think you're, you're saying where Ev is. So I think maybe he alerted you guys to that. That he's with the wedding. Um, but yeah, um, as far as Jabari Barker goes, I mean, he played a really, really nice game today, even though he didn't score a ton, like six, four and four out of your bench player. You absolutely take that. I mean, he played a really all around game today, played really nice. So, um, you, you know, if he can continue to, to be that kind of glue guy, then the Celtics are in good shape. Um, Rosin saying, yeah, but Booker's numbers are skewed though, because he had the 170 point game against the Celtics talking about, um, the points per game. Yes, that is true. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I, I brought up the same point, 100%. You know, but he he still had other great games against the Celtics. It wasn't just, you know, the, the 70. I mean, the 70-point game was the reason he was number one, right? It, it, like, you know, he wouldn't have been number one if, uh, if, if not for that 70-point game. But, I mean, he's had some other games against the Celtics in his career where, you know, he's he's still scored a lot. It's not – you're not going to, you know, be that high of an average just off of, uh, you know, just off of, what you know, one game. So, I mean, he's been – it's been tough for the Celtics to, to contain him at times. So, uh, let's see. This season, um, well, I don't know. You might be – this season he only had 18 against Boston. Um, so, that wasn't great. Uh, let's see. Last season he played the Celtics twice, uh, 39 and 20. So, the 39 is great. The 20, maybe not as much. And then uh, the season before that, was this the season he had the 70? Uh, no, this wasn't the season he had the 70, but he had 38 and 25. So 
he's put, I mean, 37, 38 in there. Um, he's put up some really good performances, but this was the one year where he really didn't crack 30, you know, six plus, at least in the last, you know, four. So, um, you know, it, it, this was when they, they really, uh, they really put up a good performance against Booker uh, tonight. And, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta give him credit. Uh, I see someone uh, named Emma in the chat saying hi. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's see uh, what else we got here. Um, Rosam saying he's at a wedding. Um, Rosin saying, uh, did the Celtics play good defense or were the Suns really bad? They looked like they couldn't hit a three to save their lives. That was definitely a little bit of it, uh, Rosin. You know, I think that definitely played a, a, a big factor um, in, the, in the game and how it went and everything like that was that the, the Suns weren't hitting their threes. But you got to give the Celtics credit too because they. I don't know if uh, I don't know if you guys are, are losing me now, but this is uh, that's uh, that's too bad. That's uh, I don't know if I'm I'm having bad connection. We might have to end it early, guys. If if the connection's bad, I don't know if you guys can uh, are still with me or not. But um, anyway, we'll uh, let's see. Let me stop. Let me, maybe it's uh, I just need to close out some some things here. Make sure that nothing's uh, that nothing's too being uh, the Wi-Fi is not being um, taken up by too many things. Maybe that'll help. I don't know. Um, but we'll, we'll keep going here for a little bit longer uh, in, in case the um, – that's it. That's the stream of 223. If you guys – hey, let, let me know if you guys uh, can still hear me because that was definitely, definitely a weird situation. Uh, I don't know what was going on there. But let me see and make sure that – hold on. I'm going to make sure that if it's – see it, check if it's still working. Uh, oh, I haven't even tweeted out uh, stream myself. So let me go ahead and do that. And uh, we'll do. We'll go a little bit longer, guys. We'll go like. Uh, I'll try to. I'll try to keep it going. If uh, let's see. I need to make sure I'm still live. I don't know if this is still working, but uh, let's see. All right. Let's tweet this out. All right. And uh, hopefully things are still going strong. Can you guys still hear me? We got you. All right. All right. All right. I'm. I'm good. I'm good. That's good. All right. Um, good to know. Good to know. We haven't totally uh, got those. I don't know what the what the problem was there with the uh, with the stream street cutting out briefly, but hopefully that doesn't happen too much more. Um, but anyway, guys, uh, we'll we'll talk about. Let's let me just uh, tweet this out one more time, and then we'll uh, we'll be good to to keep going here. But um, let's see, uh, we'll go stream there. Why not? Why not? You know. All right, and. We're live on that. Perfect. All right. Perfect. It looks like we're good. All right. Um, uh, anyway, uh, talking about more stuff um, about the Celtics playing uh, good defense. Uh, Steve is saying confidence is key. I assume you're talking about for Kemba. And absolutely, I mean, confidence is kind of everything in basketball. Uh, you know, just that, you know, because shoot, I mean, you know, we've seen Kemba be a great scorer and a great shooter before, but kind of knowing you can do it is a different thing. And we've seen, you know, I think for Hayward, that confidence was huge, you know, because he, uh, I think once you saw him start to believe that he can, he could be that player again is when he reached that, that next level again. And that's, that's what helped him have a great, such a great season this year. And even last year, he was really good. I know people didn't recognize it, but 17 points per game as a fourth option on 50% shooting, he was spectacular last season. So I think it was a big thing for Hayward and it's gotta be a big thing for Kemba too. And that's, he's look, usually in recent years, Kemba's not a guy that had ever been lacking for confidence. He was as confident as they came. And, um, you know, that, that took a hit a little bit this year. But if he can, you know, build that back up, it, it should only help. It should only help his game. 
Um, let's see, what we got uh, Ku saying, "How's the third live stream of the day?" I'm struggling, Ku. I'm, str I'm, I'm, my, I, my voice is almost gone. Kurt Ku and I. This is the third live stream, but it's like the fourth because I also did the locker room, and that's kind of a live stream. So this is like the fourth, but I'm, uh, I'm persevering. You know, I'm getting through it. We're getting through it. It's not, um, it's not gonna be. You know, there's not the end of the world. I can deal with three live streams. You know, I'm, I'm a live stream machine, as they say. So I, I'll be all right. But thank you, Ku. guys. If you. If you want, and I'd recommend you do, uh, you know, keep yourself informed on the league. Go listen to Koo. He just got named, so congratulations to Koo. Got named the Locked On uh, Pistons uh, new podcast or new podcast host for that, for Locked On Pistons. Some great stuff. So I know, especially when NFL draft time comes around, you're going to want to tune into that. And here, if you, some Killian Hayes takes. Killian Hayes, pretty good passer, if you haven't, if you haven't heard. So go uh, check out Koo. So congrats to Koo on being named that as well. Uh, thanks for joining the chat. Koo, appreciate it. Um, but Roz and Sam... Uh, by the way, Marcus Smart locked down Devin Booker tonight. Um, absolutely. Look, I mean, and and Marcus, it was it was you know it was definitely. I mean, I I believe uh, I'm trying to remember. I, I don't know if he was playing in that game where Booker dropped 70. I know that Avery Bradley wasn't, but even if he was, you know, you have to think that Booker dropping 70 against the Celtics, Marcus Smart has to take that personally. So ever since then, like he's kind of stepped up to the challenge. And as I said, this year, Booker. I mean, I think he had 18 and 15 now against the Celtics this year. Like, he hasn't been good against the Celtics this year. So, um, and I, I think only one of those was against Smart. I think Smart was out for the other one. But even still, like, I mean, the Celtics clearly, you know, clearly have a, have you know, a step up for these games against Booker after what he did to them uh, way back when. And 70 points, and hey, some people thought it was a cheap 70 points because it wasn't a loss and they were fouling. It was a weird situation. But, um, hey, you know, he got the 70. So, I, I hope he enjoyed it despite the fact that it wasn't a loss. Uh, yeah, Koo, no problem, man. Koo, Koo, I appreciate it, guys, uh, for saying that. But, um, yeah, guys, I mean, uh, just getting back to the Celtics, I mean, if they can keep this kind of thing up, and I know people were mad about the Bulls' loss, and the Bulls' loss, you know, it, it was kind of a bad loss. If Tatum had played better, they would have won. But, you know, despite that, I, I you know, they, they were missing so so much in that game as well, and, you know, Kemba and Rose and, uh, uh, Fournier and Robert Williams and all these guys are smart. And there's just, I mean, when you're missing that many rotation players, it's hard even when your best player is not playing great. So I think that there was maybe a slight worry like, oh, great, you know, we were on this great streak and then we lose to the Bulls of all teams without Zach Levine. Like, you know, and it was pretty disappointing, but it's good to see them come back out tonight shorthanded against one of the best teams in the NBA and put together a performance like this. That should be encouraging. And, you know, especially the way Tatum played. So uh, with the way Tatum played, the fact that they were able to win, like these are the types of games that good teams win. When your best player's down, when even your, your two best players are down, your, Tatum's not playing well, he's not scoring well, and Brown's out, and you can still win a game like this against the Suns, like that is a really, really good sign, especially as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. You know, now just, you know, what, 10, 15 games away, something like that, somewhere in that range. So uh, it's it's really impressive they were able to do this and, uh, go up against uh, the Suns team so loaded and, and play such great defense. And, you know, I, I think, you know, you brought it up before about whether, you know, was this really the Celtics playing great defense or was it the Suns just missing shots? Oh, oh, <laughs> the live stream goes again. Keep getting these these dips and he's got to stop. But um talked before about, you know, whether the Celtics played great defense or whether, you know, the Suns just couldn't play great offense. And I know you guys yeah, brought up, you know, oh, they, the Suns missed a lot of threes in this one and you know, all that stuff. Well, you know, DeAndre Ayton, 
he wasn't shooting a lot of those threes. You know, DeAndre Ayton uh, shot. You know, he he only he was held to just ten points and nine rebounds tonight, despite the fact that you know he he's but was doing his work inside. So I I really think the Celtics deserve a lot of credit for the way they were able to play uh, defense against the Suns tonight and and limit them so much. And and uh, you know, it, look, I, I mean, the really. I think in the first half, let me let me see these. I wanted to. I wrote these down. I want to find it again. In the first half, the Sun shot thirty-five point seven percent from the floor, and they were three of fifteen from deep, twenty percent from three. So you know, were they just having an off night? Probably a little bit. Were they jet lagged? Probably a little bit. But you got to give themselves a little bit of credit too. I mean, you know, teams play back-to-backs all the time. Teams travel across the country all the time. They don't always play this bad. You know, that's not, uh, you know, that's not the only reason it happened. That's not an excuse for why it happened. So you got, you do have to give the Celtics credit for, for the way they were able to play today. Um, so, so that was, that was really impressive. And, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, I think that if they can play like this against the Suns with this unit, like imagine what they're going to look like when they get Fournier and when they get, you know, uh, Jalen Brown, obviously back, who's only missed a game here, but uh, you know, when they get Robert Williams back, who, I think they're like eight and two or something like that. Some some crazy record when he starts. So, I mean, fully loaded. This this team's not easy to beat. And I'm interested to see what Jabari Parker is even going to do with more minutes. Is is that that you know he continues to to see more action and be more comfortable with the team. And his defense is never going to be great. I don't think his defense is ever going to be good. But if he keeps rebounding the way he has, like what's really been most impressive isn't just his scoring, like it's also his rebounding. So if he keeps scoring and rebounding the way he's he's done over the last, you know, uh, week here since he got with the team, then, you know, you can absolutely expect him to to be a mainstay in the rotation because it's it's been very beneficial to the Celtics uh, so far this season, but or so far since, since he's joined the team. I mean, if you had to give Jabari Parker a grade since he's been here, at minimum, you got to talk B plus A minus range at very minimum, and uh, that's that's a a lot more than you could have expected from a buyout candidate and a guy you just picked up on you know off the street for nothing. And you know, I, I who knows what happened there with Sacramento and why it never he never really seemed to fit there and why he never you know they never wanted to use him. But the Celtics are using him now, he fits in perfectly with the role they've given him. And you know, I I think maybe the fact that Evan Turner's here helping him along too, who a guy that was also a former number two overall pick. Um, you know, there's some level of, uh, there's got to be some level of camaraderie there between two guys that thought they were going to be stars but had to accept careers as role players. And Turner's got to be helping him, you know, accept that and helping him learn how he can best um, be utilized or he can succeed in the in, in the Celtics roster and, you know, as a as a role player in Brad Stevens' system. And Brad seems to like him, which surprises me because usually Brad does not like players who are bad on defense like brad will take the guy better defensively over the guy that's not uh quite a very good defender every day of the week you see that a lot with you know grant williams playing and semi ojale playing over guys like neesmith or you know even romeo langford starting tonight who's really good defensively and how many minutes they've given romeo romeo's not producing a lot offensively but he's a good defender so brad plays him as much as he plays marcus smart you know you name it brad usually favors the guy who's a little better defensively but he likes Jabari. He keeps putting Jabari out there. He's not, you know, leaving Jabari on the bench and breaking case of emergency. No, no, no. Jabari is part of this rotation. So Brad likes him, and that's a very good sign. And if he can play some small ball five, you know, that would be that'd be great. You know, I think he's got the size to do it. So those lineups of like Kemba, Smart, Brown, Tatum, Jabari, that's an interesting lineup, and that's a potentially scary lineup. 
So I'm really excited to see what that's going to look like uh, moving forward. If they go to it down the stretch or even in the playoffs, it could be fun. And who knows, like they can also match Fournier in that lineup somewhere. Sometimes like I'm just saying offensively, if you just want to talk about pure offense, if you go Kemba, Fournier, Brown, Tatum, Jabari, that that offense, that team offensively is like that. That could be almost unguardable. That that could be so good. Um, so that that five man group, I would really, really be excited to see those guys play together. And we haven't gotten the chance to yet. I don't know how often we're going to see it, but I just know that lineup's going to be hard to stop from scoring. So that could be a lot of fun. Um, and you're yeah, Eric, you're saying. Robert over Jabari, in my opinion. I understand why you're saying that. I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. But I would say Jabari, a little bit more skilled offensively than Rob. Rob, obviously, with his elite athleticism, jump out of the gym, lob threat. I mean, that that both lineups would be really good offensively. I just think, you know, I, I, I just want to see the, the small ball version of that. But, I mean, even with Rob, you know, you can you can put whoever you want. That If you want to put Rob there, Jabari there, it doesn't really matter. Um, I think the Rob one would be a little better overall. But I just think I, I I don't know. I just want to I want to put Jabari in there. I want to talk about this in reference to Jabari and, and him as a small ball five. So I want to see what that looks like. I just want to look at it. Both would be both would be wonderful. But I want to see what that would look like. Um, do you think Grant Williams is a D three basketball player at best? Look, Ev hates Grant Williams. Ev always comes in here and bashes Grant. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna come in here and you know rip Grant Williams to shreds. I think in a few years Grant could actually be a really good small ball five. I think. He needs to put on, you know, a little bit more muscle. He needs to be a little bit stronger so he can handle centers a little bit better. Um, he also would help if he was a little bit quicker on his feet uh, so that he wasn't, you know, uh, a disaster when he got switched on to, you know, opposing point guards. But, you know, I digress. I, I still, you know, he's it's still in his second year, guys. And I know he was a, um, a guy that came out with a few – he was a, a season a little bit in college, spent, you know, a few seasons in college before he came to the pros. Even still – Still a lot of room to develop for Grant Williams. And I think he can be a pretty good bench player uh, once it's all said and done. Um, uh, MT23 saying, no matter the shooting percentage from three, the Suns, we still had one of the best teams in the NBA to 37 points in the first half. Absolutely, yeah, that's what I was saying. And, uh, leading by 16 and a half, and the performance was kind of Everything about that first half was just magical. Aaron Neesmith even hit a couple threes. Like, they were they were really, really looking good in that first half. And it was, it was a good sign. Um, Simone saying, or Simon, I don't know, <laughs> Simon loves friends. Uh, I agree. He's absolute scrub. It's hard to watch him in the NBA. Are you talking about Grant now? Are we, are we ripping Grant now? What, what's going on? Uh, what do you think of Romeo? Raza, I've mentioned it. I haven't been too impressed by Romeo. I mean, he had that one really good defensive sequence. I, I have been pleased and semi impressed with his defense, but it feels like since he's come back, he hasn't improved at all. Like, I was hoping, okay, first two games back, it looked okay, considering it was his first two games back. But he looks like the same player he did two weeks ago, you know? that I, I figured, okay, he's shaking off some of the rust in the first few games. Who knows what he can be, you know, a week or two from now. Kind of playing the same that he has been since he came back. I was hoping to see a little bit of a jump. You know, he shakes off the rust. He gets back into the flow of things. You know, he starts scoring a little bit better, whatever it may be. But we haven't really seen that. And I, that's the one thing I've been disappointed with. I wanted to see more short-term growth. But uh, we haven't seen that. Um, Eric saying, what do you think the ceiling for PP is? Where uh, is in the rotation? Do you see him coming in, uh, come to the playoffs? So in the playoffs, I think it's going to be a nine-man rotation. And I think Pritchard is like the eighth guy off the bench. Um, I think, 
you know, it's obviously Kemba Smart, Brown Tatum, Robert Williams starting. And then Fournier's excuse me, Fournier is your first guy off the bench. Then it's Tristan Thompson. Then I'd say it's Pritchard, then Jabari's ninth. Um, so I, I think that's about where he is this season. As far as what his ceiling is, he can be a really good player in the NBA. I mean, I think his absolute ceiling is like a 14, 13, 14 points per game player, starting level, barely starting level player in the NBA. I think he can get to that. I don't see him. Be, I know people compare him to Fred Van Fleet. I don't think he's going to be the 20 point per game score that Fred Van Fleet is, but he's a really good shooter. I mean, he's a really, really good shooter. I think he's like, I don't know. He's something like um, right now seventh all time in Celtics history in three point percentage. Let me look that up. But I mean, as far as, as what he can be, I mean, it, once Ken was gone, I wouldn't be surprised if he is the, um, if he's like the starting point guard of the future, you know, I, I think he's not going to be a star, but he can start for you. He can be, you know, he can be a fine little player for you. And that's, you know, that's, that's all you really need when you have uh, Brown and Tatum. So um, I think that, you know, uh, if he can, I think that as, as time goes on and he continues to grow a little bit, uh, he can, he can grow into that role, but um, I'm looking it up now. Let's see three point, uh, three more field goals. I'm looking for three point percentage. Uh, let's see. I don't know why I'm looking at steal and assist percentage, true shooting, effective field goal. Uh, why am I seeing effective field goal? Where's three point percentage? There it is. Okay. Um, Peyton Pritchard is right now. It says third all time in three point percentage and uh, in Celtics history. And I don't think that updated uh, on tonight's game. Depending on what he shot tonight, let's see. Pritchard shot. I think it was pretty good. Two of seven. I, I thought I thought it would be better because it was um, it was ten, he scored ten off the bench. I thought it would, but two only two of seven. So if he um. Uh, he might, he'll drop a little bit, but right now he's actually tied for second with Eddie House in all-time three-point percentage. Bonus points if anyone can tell me the Celtics all-time leader in three-point percentage. I'll give you some bonus points, but yeah, he's he's playing great. There's some fun uh, there's some fun Celtics stats in here uh, that I'm looking at that are really cool. But anyways, yes, uh, Pritchard. I think at the end of the day, he could be a starter for you. He really could in the, in the f- future, but just for the playoffs, I think he's like eighth guy off the bench, which is pretty good for a rookie. Um, let's see where were we. Uh, let's see. P, uh, I didn't mention what I think. Romeo, PP. Okay. Yeah, Romeo can guard, but he doesn't do a whole lot on offense, and that's worrying. Yeah, it, and it is. And at the very least, you'd like him to be, you know, a decent spot-up shooter, at, you know, at the very minimum, because when you have, like, they, they have enough offensive weapons that they, they don't need a lot from Romeo as a creator, as much as you'd like to see a little bit of development there. But he's only shooting 33% from deep this season. Um, not as good as you need him to be. I mean, to be a consistent 3 and D guy, you need him to be up around at least 37%. Even if he's really, really good defensively, you need him to be close to 37 And the fact that he's not, uh, it's just it's just not good enough. Um, MP's saying, I feel like it's, it is a shock when Romeo and Grant score, which is not good at all. Yeah, I would say so. I would say that's not good. Um, I think Fred is a pretty good comparison. And yeah, I mean, it's not a bad one. I've heard it a lot. I just hesitate to do so because Fred Van Fleet is... An elite basketball player, not quite all star, but again, twenty point per game scorer. Like that's not something that you're gonna, uh, you know, that, that's nothing to scoff at. That's no easy thing to get to. So I would hesitate to say Fred Van Fleet for that reason only. Um, Kemp looked great, uh, but the games are that. But their games themselves, I think you could say he's a poor man's Fred Van Fleet. I think that's kind of fair. 
Uh, Kemba looked good tonight. Yeah, Michael, we talked about it a lot, just how great Kemba was and how comfortable that could be. Um, you're saying Rosin, he's saying, I'm guessing it's not Ray Allen. It is not Ray Allen. I'll tell you at the end of the stream if you don't get it, Rosin, but which might be ending soon. I think a good cop for PP is DJ Augustine, career, 10 uh, points per game, four assists, two rounds, 38% career, three-point shooter. Um, yeah, MT, that is a really, really good comparison uh, for for uh, Peyton Pritchard. I think, you know, and DJ Augustine's a really good shooter. I mean, I wanted DJ Augustine on the Celtics uh, before this season. I thought they should have signed him in free agency. So, I, I mean, I like that. I like that. And it kind of fits the mold of what I was saying of, like, you know, a starter, but like on the fringe, you know, he starts and he obviously started a lot of games in his career. So, you know, a really good player for a really long time. So I think DJ Augustine's a good comp. And uh, Griffin, I know you're saying uh, about Terrence, Terrence Clark. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Uh, tough situation, but I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to over speak on it. I don't know. I don't have enough information on it. And I, I uh, you know, but it's obviously terrible, terrible stuff. I just, you know, I know there are going to be tons of tributes to people who can do it better than I can, but um Rosin saying Peyton needs to distribute the ball better and be a better playmaker, and hopefully that'll come. You know, I, right now he's he's a really good shooter. He is an amazing shooter, and that's exactly what the Celtics needed. I mean, it's kind of funny because um, Aaron Neesmith came in, and people were like, "Awesome, the Celtics finally got a shooter." You know, there's someone that that the Jays can kick out to and Kevin can kick out to. And as it turned out, not only is Pritchard the the good player that we were hoping to get, the immediate impact player that we were hoping to get out of the draft, but he's also the shooter. He's shooting amazing. So. Um, yeah, I mean, along with in the other ways, we'll see. He does have a, a little bit of a ways to go, though. But hey, Kemba's not the best distributor either, man. He's uh, a really good point guard for this team. So um, if that doesn't come, you still have your your hands on a really good player. Um, but guys, I think we're gonna wrap things up for the stream tonight. Appreciate y'all coming out, sticking around despite the fact that Ev had to uh, Ev had to Ev had to dip out and, and sit, sitting around talking uh, basketball with me. Always appreciate it, guys. Always appreciate you coming through. Um, so that's pretty much going to do it. MP saying, uh, isn't the Celtics three point percentage leader, Dana Barros or Marcus Thornton? It is Marcus Thornton. It is. So, uh, that was, that was a great guess by you. And that is correct. Uh, yeah. Marcus Thornton in his, his half season with the Celtics before they traded him to Isaiah Thomas. Funny, funny, by the way, also the Celtics points per game leader, all time points per game leader, Isaiah Thomas. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm glad that that's the case. I think that's cool, but who knows? Maybe Jason Tatum will. Uh, we'll take that spot over soon enough. Right now, Jason Tatum, eighth. Going to take a while to climb up those rankings after the rookie season. But, um, yeah, MP, hey, MP, nice job. Nice job on the guest. But, guys, thanks for coming out again. Subscribe to the Guy Boston Sports YouTube channel. Uh, be sure because we're, we're going to be doing giveaways pretty much, a, a lot of giveaways, and there's another one coming soon. So I'm sure I will announce it in due time if he hasn't already. Um, but appreciate you guys coming out for the post-game stream, as always.